Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Crazy week in the NFL for week 11. Mm-hmm. God, it's getting so hard to keep those weeks in track. We had some upsets. We had some near upsets. We had some status quo remain the same. As always, let's start with what happened around the division, and let's start with one of those near upsets and what in the heck was going on with Baltimore at home against Carolina, a team in the Panthers that are was 0-4 on the road heading into that game and now is 0-5. No offense between these two no. teams at all in this game. Your leading rusher for the Ravens was a Kenyon Drake with 46 yards. Lamar only threw for 209 yards. Obviously didn't run for that much more. He had an interception as well. Baker Mayfield got the start, and he threw two interceptions. That seems to be just business as usual right now for Baker Mayfield in the NFL. I think this was not our toilet bowl, but I couldn't imagine a more miserable game to have to watch. Miserable game, and I'll say I'll go beyond the game, or, or I guess more uh, specific within the game. Miserable performance by Baltimore. This is a team where you should have put up 35 points on maybe in the first half and just sat Lamar, sat everybody in the second half. Wouldn't have to worry about it for a single second. And here you are, you went into halftime tied 3-3. Three to three, And like I said, Tom, in our power rankings last week, Everyone had Baltimore as their number five team, probably that team right below the the tier of the Eagles and the Bills and the Chiefs to be that next great team. You could be a real threat for the Super Bowl. Do you really think they're a Super Bowl threat after that day? Sure, their defense didn't allow a lot of points, but they're not. Their identity isn't on defense. Their identity is on offense, and that offense came up super flat. Lamar once again didn't have a fantastic day. I don't know um, what his numbers were off the top of my head, but they weren't MVP level. If anyone, if anyone, I know we still have, what, seven weeks left of the season. If he he explodes in those seven weeks, for sure, put him in that MVP conversation. But right now, through 11 weeks, he shouldn't even be in the GDQ MTC of of MVP candidates. Yeah, I think he's blown that pretty much, and I'm really going to be interested in watching that contract negotiation. Yeah, absolutely. Because... It's not the year you want to have when you're entering a contract year. The no. Ravens are going to start to get more leverage unless he runs the table in well, the playoffs. But if, if, so say he continues to have average numbers, right? Nowhere near the, the numbers that you were 
hoping him to have if he was going to make a case for a second MVP of his career. And then he gets to the playoffs and he's one and done. Or maybe he wins the wild card round but then loses in the second round. Gets blown out by a Buffalo or a Kansas City or maybe even a Cincinnati. What do you do then for Lamar? Because A, he's not playing well. I think and B, he's not winning you games. The only spot he's in right now is you got to get to the AFC Championship game. Like his leverage is going out the window more and more as he's not playing well and the team kind of struggles, but they're also seven and three. So it's hard to say they're completely struggling. So I was struggling to look for the numbers. I found them 209 yards passing, no touchdown passes, one interception, three sacks taken on the ground, which is supposed to be the difference maker for him, his X factor. 11 carries for 31 yards, 2.8 average. It's weird that he only ran the ball 11 times, especially in a game like that where it was 3-3 heading into the fourth quarter, but the Ravens' defense held, and 13-3 they prevailed. All you can do is survive in advance, I guess, and they continue to hold on to a one-game lead against the Bengals in the AFC North because of that win. They go to Jacksonville this week, and then after that they have Denver at home before going to Pittsburgh. Not exactly the uh, gauntlet of a next four-game stretch for your Baltimore Ravens, is it? No, it's not, but these are all teams that people seem to sometimes have problems with, right? The Jaguars is tricky when you play in Jacksonville. The Broncos have maybe the most underrated defense on the season right now because nobody can seem to score against them. It's just their offense is also so bad that those games are always something like 13-10 to 10 or 11-10 to 10 was that, that Thursday night game, I believe. And here they play this week against the Oakland Raiders or the Vegas Raiders who are a dumpster fire of in a free fall right now after losing to the Broncos. So I don't know if it's a given that you can beat Denver, right? I mean, I know Denver's not a great opponent and not the best team in the NFL right now, but they're starting, I think, to stack some wins, right? And that, again, if Lamar plays the way he played on Sunday against the Denver Broncos, I could see the Broncos winning that game. I could see them losing to the Jags. I could see them losing in Pittsburgh to the Steelers. Yeah, it's very possible. Again, these aren't— Steelers can score 13 points. Again, these aren't great teams, but we're sitting here saying the Ravens could lose to any one of them. Yeah, and that's why I think, you know, yeah, the Ravens are 7-3 and three right now, and they kind of got that Super Bowl darling feel to them after their most recent winning streaks against Tampa and New Orleans. But, you know, after that, and it's a week-to-week lead in the NFL— mm-hmm. The Bengals look like a better team if they can start to just start stacking wins now in Cincinnati. Yeah, that I think has to be the priority because the Ravens right now stand at seven and three. They don't look as good, but they have won more games. And you don't have to panic too much if you're the Bengals. You did need to get that win against the Steelers because you were zero and two in the AFC North heading into zero and three. Excuse me, in the AFC North heading into that game, so you needed to get back to five hundred in your division. And you still have one more game with the Ravens to go last game of the season. So that could be for the division. Uh, But I think the Bengals are looking like they might be in a better form now after this week than the Ravens for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Brownies fell to 3-7 and with Jacoby Brissett as the quarterback. They were in Detroit playing Buffalo, who was the home team. It was close early. Bills kind of took control. Browns scratched their way back. But 31-23, to Buffalo got a much-needed victory and prevailed. The Browns now have one more game left without Deshaun Watson. That'll be against Tom Brady in Tampa Bay at home in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Then they will go on the road to face his old team, the Houston Texans, and that'll be Deshaun Watson's return to the season. This season's definitely shot, though, for Cleveland. Um, 
first of all, I don't think they're going to beat Tampa. And then if they were to beat Tampa, I I don't think Watson would win out and go to 10-7 and and have them have a puncher's Mm -hmm. chance. So punting on 2022 for sure. We'll see how Watson looks after two years of not playing football for the remainder of the season. He's going to play. They've already announced that he's returned to practice, and the plan is to start him once he's activated. I think that the it could go either way. I think he could be good. I think he could be a shell of his former self because of the long mm-hmm. layoff and the off-the-field distractions that he had to go through that he created himself, right. by the way. his not, fault. Uh, yes. But it's still a season for the Browns now that has a little bit of, like, uh, keep that one eyebrow up and, and have some intrigue on it because you do want to see if this quarterback, who you're tied to now, whether you like him or not, is going to be a viable option for the next five years. Is he going to look like he did in Houston before his injuries and then off the field trouble? Yeah, I mean, I'm not really looking at Deshaun Watson this year. It's all about years to come when he gets to play a full season. I think even if the Browns somehow pull off the win against Tampa, as you pointed out, I don't think he's going to rattle off all those wins to win out to get to 10 and 7. Six straight he'd have to go. Yeah, he'd have to go 6 I don't, and I don't see that happening. Uh especially when you consider I mean maybe for years beyond that Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper connection could be solid, but right now it's going to be hard to just run out of the gates and get Amari to 100 yards every game, a touchdown every game. He, I mean, Amari Cooper is having a much better season than I think a lot of us thought he would have, especially with the quarterback that's been throwing him the ball and Jacoby Brissett. But, yeah, I'm not really looking at the Browns at all, really paying attention to them at all this season. You'll be watching that when he comes back, though, because it's just going to be so, well, yeah. so weird. And the Steelers will have to field. play him in, weeks, in week 18. True. But as far as their season's concerned it's over the bills on the other hand i think that was a really much needed win for them you, absolutely you get I mean, to seven in the first three. half you saw how frustrated josh allen was on the sidelines yeah, something ain't right there uh, but they get to seven and three now they got two road games back to back first on thanksgiving mm-hmm. against the staying lions De- i mean they have to be staying in detroit right i don't know do you want to stay in detroit it's detroit i don't but is what's the travel situation Get a like? Five star hotel. What's 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 the, what's the likelihood that they can just ease their way back into Buffalo? Hey, if they got out of Buffalo on Saturday to get to Detroit, I don't. Mm-hmm. It's probably a cakewalk compared to what because that was insane. I was worried mm-hmm. they weren't even going to be able to get out of the city to go to Detroit to play the game. But they're in Detroit for Thanksgiving, and then kind of weird. They get another Thursday night game after that. So the Bills are going to be operating on a Thursday schedule. They uh-huh. go Thanksgiving against the Lions, then the following Thursday they're the matchup on Amazon Prime against the Patriots in New England. So a couple road tests on Thursday for Buffalo coming up. Then they place the Jets and the Dolphins. After this Lions game, there's three divisional games in a row for the Buffalo Bills. And I think that three-game stretch is where Put on my prediction out here. They okay. go three and zero, and they take control of the East, and they say this is our division. And you know what, Kansas City, we're not going to just go quietly in the night for that one seed either. We're a game behind you, and we got that win under our belt against you. Right. So I still believe for Kansas in Buffalo City to lose another game, and they have the, yes, then they get the tiebreaker right back in their favor. Buffalo, I'm still you know a little skeptical because of the wheels falling off a little bit, but. I think that this is a great team, and I think with a little bit of a cold streak is going to come a hot streak, and I think that hot streak starts maybe against Cleveland, but especially so on Thanksgiving against Detroit. I think they're going to kill Detroit. Detroit just kind of right off their third straight win of the season against the G-Men. But I think they're going to kill Detroit. 
We That's, thought the G-Men are a fake New York team. The, the Bills, Bills are a real New York thought team. Thought the Bills could have killed uh, killed the Jets a couple of weeks ago. That didn't happen. The Bills, well, we didn't know the Jets were that good. The Bills were killing the the Vikings in the first half, twenty four to ten. We know how that game ended. Oh, are you saying the Bills can't kill teams? Oh, they can kill teams for yeah, sure. Yeah, what was that one team? That I they... saw. I saw. Well, yeah, I know <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers, of course. I saw a stat during that game, Tom, that said the Bills, I think, are undefeated in games in the last two years, of which it's a two-possession game. But and, they are and not good in one possession game. No, games. I think they're like 500, if not a little bit lower, in one possession game. No, and Josh Allen has not ever won a game in overtime yet in his NFL right. career. You so. pointed it out to me um, when they played the game against the Jets and lost. Well, speaking of the Jets. Yeah. They cannot beat New England. Cannot. It is officially getting into curse zone when the reason why you lose is a punt return with 15 seconds left on the clock for the Patriots to win the game. Bad coaching, first of all. Punt that ball out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Why is there a player oh, even remotely touching it? You shouldn't even give him a chance to have some schoolyard BS. And he okay. didn't even need schoolyard BS. He just got it into the and end you know zone. what's crazy? He didn't need it. Was that an illegal block in the back at the very end of that play? It might have been, but... The problem was it happened so late in the play. And the refs think, were probably already just jogging like that's a touchdown. And like, I don't think he was gonna get caught either. But it's, it's that's that type is of, it is it is it definitively is it defined should it be defined it's as a penalty, a yes. Yeah. But actually that's a one case, and this is where the problems are. It's the inconsistency with this stuff. So many penalties happen away from plays that have no bearing on the mm-hmm. play and they call they them. They call them. I'm glad in a moment that they actually didn't because, it, like you said, he had no way of catching him anyway. It, it was a nothing burger on that play. You would have just been calling the penalty for the sake of calling the penalty. It wasn't like this Jet player was going to trip him up at the one if he didn't get blocked in the back. So if you're a Jet fan, I understand your frustration because the rules are the rules. But I don't know. I kind of like not calling something that had nothing to do with the play. Maybe tackle him before the five-yard line. Maybe don't kick it to him at all. Yeah. Kick the ball out of bounds. Maybe score more than three points in the entire game. What else was amazing after this game was they asked Zach Wilson, does he feel like he's the problem? Or does he feel like he let the defense down at all with his performance after the defense played outstanding again for the Jets? And he mm-hmm. just said no. Yeah, it's not my fault. Not my fault. I went... Nine and twenty-two for only seventy-seven yards. That's not but not even, my fault. But that's not even hard to do as a potential franchise quarterback. <laughs> like, don't they teach you that in like PR one hundred and one? Just hey, yeah, take it's blame. on me. Take as blame a quarterback, every time. it's on me. Like, it's easy. You don't have to believe it. You can go talk to your girlfriend or your mom's best friend in this case, if you're Zach Wilson, right? Good and you can just be like, "Hey, the defense. Who cares about them? I'm great." You don't have to be honest to the press, but it's really easy to just go up there and say, yeah, I let the defense down. I scored three points. Mm -hmm. In fact, you can go back at the press a little bit for kind of asking that kind of a dumb question. But then I don't think it's a dumb question because you gave it such a a dumb dumb answer. answer. And that's what they were hoping for. And that's what they got. And it's New York. You can't be giving dumb answers to that New York market. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jets are six and four. The Patriots are six and four. The Jets are now on the outside looking in to the playoffs. Your wild cards right now are the Bills, the Patriots, and the Bengals. The Bengals, of course, having the win against the Jets, elevating them above it, and the Chargers dropping to five and five last night. Things getting a little tight for those Jets. I don't think I'd be very optimistic looking at them now in Jets fans' shoes. One, because you're Jets fans and you know you always think. But two, I don't like being that eight eight seed, right? I don't no, want to be I mean, the outside looking in. We said even after last week. And now you have two losses to the Patriots, by the way. Right. We said even after last week, or after the Buffalo loss, or the Buffalo win, rather, that they had two weeks ago, um, <clears throat> that... Of the four teams in the AFC East, because we knew a lot of these teams had to play each other down the stretch, that if three teams were going to make it, the one team we didn't have faith in to get as that third team out of that division was the Jets. Because you can lock in Buffalo and you can lock in Miami. It was just who's going to get it between the Patriots and Jets. I mean, Bill Belichick does not lose to the Jets. No, that's just a fact right now. Seven and, years. It's been seven years since the Jets beat the Patriots. And, Fourteen and straight games. We just talked about Zach Wilson having a blech game. Mac Jones, blech. I mean, did better than Zach Wilson, but that's not hard to do. Dude, the Jets haven't beat the Patriots since I was a junior in college. That's so I, would, I would have been a sophomore in college. Like, that's insane to hear. Like, that is a long time to not beat a team that you play twice a year. Right. I'm going to look at this right now. Wow. Okay. The game had, in the first half, one, two, three, four, five uh, drives that, between both teams, that did not go beyond, that did not get a first down. In the second half, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven drives in the second half. I mean, could you imagine a more boring game? We just talked about the Carolina Ravens game being boring. Imagine being forced to watch that. Do you think Bill Belichick was happier than a pig in mud in that game, though? I mean, all, all those defense, you know, just run the ball. Oh, he was tickled pink defense. about it. No one's getting over midfield. I love this kind of football game. You wouldn't know it because he doesn't He doesn't show it. He's he smiling, was, though. He absolutely. was smiling so yeah. hard. How about Saturday? Almost, almost making every single former head coach, current head coach, pull their hair out and go crazy. He was this close to getting 2-0 and and beating the best team in the NFL record-wise on his way to being 2-0. and This close mm-hmm. to making everybody crazy. Just couldn't finish it off. But I will say this. I don't know if they're fighting for him. I don't know if they're fighting for themselves and personal pride. He's got the Colts playing hard. They're not right. an easy team to just go in and roll over. That was a sweated-out game for the Philadelphia Eagles. Sweated-out game, and it just came down to Jalen Hurts being a very dynamic player, right? Yeah. I mean, he got that. It was third and goal, Tom. I mean, they were they were one play and away. And before that, it was, what was it, third? It was a fourth down when he called his own number two and yeah. had to power his way mm-hmm. to the first down. But so it was strong, those legs. Third and goal. He made the right read. He saw the hole open up just right in front right of him. Skip right up the middle. Yep. But I kind of look at this in two lights. The first that we just illustrated with the Colts are playing hard, and whether it's personal pride or buying into Saturday, you got to give them credit for that. They're not just some rollover 
and pat their belly team on your way to a 41 to 10 victory. The Steelers should take note of that because they have to go there next Monday night. It's mm-hmm. going to be a tougher game than, you know, the circus around that team would maybe necessarily make you think. But I also look at the Eagles and I say, okay, it's really, really tough in this league to week in and week out dominate and be a imposing force, especially when I don't think you're necessarily elite, elite, elite. Like you're not Patriots on their run kind of elite. You're not mm-hmm. Steelers in Ben's rookie year kind of elite. Like there's a lot of places I can point to. And although you just correctly said the dynamic quarterback play from Jalen Hurts was why they won this game against Indy, that's one of the spots where I look at and say, what's going to happen in the playoffs when it's winning time and you're looking across the sideline? Is he able to get that win for you? And that's just a matter of the jury still out on it mm-hmm. because he's never faced that point yet. I mean, last year he was there, but that was a that was a welcome to the playoffs. Here's some experience right. for you. You're going home after this game. Mm-hmm. And We'll see what he builds off of that this year. I think that, but then looking more so – not as far down the line as the playoffs, but right now the Eagles' defense needs to get back to turn the ball and over. And they're desperately trying to throw everything at it by signing Ndamukong right. Sue and bringing all right. these guys in on the de- – like, they're going for it. They're going to have the best, freshest defensive line in the playoffs. That's their strategy. That's what their thinking is. Like, we're going to have seven dudes that can – But only in. one turnover against the Colts, who Matt Safford – sorry, Matt, Matt Ryan, Safford, he can't help Matt Ryan – Jeez, Matt, Matt Ryan Ryer. has the most fumbles lost by a quarterback and interceptions thrown by a quarterback this season, and they turned the ball over one time. I know. Like, the way the Steelers fans right now are looking at the lack of pressure on Joe Burrow is the same way that Eagles the Eagles fans, fans are, are looking at, at their like, defense as a whole, turn saying, the ball over. how do you not do that? Bears lost again. Yep. That's good news good for the Steelers. Good news for Pittsburgh. That second round pick continues to drop lower and lower mm-hmm. and lower, or I guess higher and higher. And I don't know how it works. You're either higher or you're lower. Sure. Depends on the type of guy you are. But the Falcons, that's the team that the Steelers have to play in a couple weeks. Again, like we were just saying with the Colts, you know you're going to get a team that's playing hard. Same case with the Falcons because they crack open that newspaper mm-hmm. in the office today. And they're still just a half a game back at Tampa Bay with a game still to play against Tampa Bay. So Atlanta stays alive for their season. And the Bears, once again, I think are in that spot where they get a game where they look at Justin Fields and say, I'm excited about the future at quarterback. And we still lose and we're going to get a great draft pick. It's kind of like a win-win while you lose if you're the Bears. Yeah, I, I I like that logic. But to me, Justin Fields is that good. How are they losing to these kinds? I mean, and, and again, since he's kind of emerged over the last couple of weeks, they're losing to bad teams. You just said that the Lions had won three straight and are rallying. Okay. Uh, I, sorry, they lost to Miami, which is a good team. The Falcons aren't bad. Oh, they're... they're you also, can't say bad. They lost to the Panthers. But you can't say bad. Bad. Two other I'd teams say below, lost to the Panthers, too. Below average. Below average. I think they're average. The Falcons? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're about as 500 as you get. <sighs> Semantics. Either way. I mean, they're still in the playoff race. Technically, But I they? do get what you're saying where you'd think that Justin Fields would pull one of these out. Like, he'd pull that Detroit game out. He'd he, pull he the Atlanta have, game. He should have pulled each of these last two out. And that's part of progress, too. You know, it's not just a matter of, wow, he's starting to look the part. you got to get some wins, too. you got to prove that's that you can win. That's what I'm saying. And he's lost the Lions and he's lost the Falcons. 
Is there a more team more done, more cooked than the Rams? I mean, there are, but based on expectations. Based on of what you thought they would be this season? No. 27 to 20 loss to the Saints. I would, I, maybe you could say the Packers and the Rams together are both out of it. Eh. No? I feel like people thought the Rams would be better than the Packers this year because there were people that were like, what's going to happen in Green Bay without those wide receivers? They didn't think it would be this bad, but. This I might guess be the because worst. you're the defending Super Bowl champion. This champions. might be the worst performance by a defending Super Bowl champion ever. I don't know the history of that, but it's up there. For I mean, sure. They're 3-7. I mean, yeah. it's got to be getting close at least, right, if they keep losing. They currently are on a four-game losing they're streak. They're going to lose mean, next I thought, week. I thought even on paper without Cooper Cup, they were better than the Saints. I mean, they're going to be 3-8. and eight. They have to play the Chiefs next week. Oh, and then they play game. Seattle. They might lose that game. And then at that point... I mean, you don't have any draft picks, right? Like, you give all your no. draft picks away, so... I'm very happy for them and the fan base that they, they got won the, they the, got Super, the Bowl Super Bowl because, boy, are they in dire straits now. Yeah, They could be a bad team. And, like, people were saying, oh, well, Cooper Cup's gone. You still have Odell's number, don't you? That's like, not going to fix things. Could you be looking at a nice, like, now... It might not be this quick because they still have talent, but, like, for four or five-year window, they could be a bad team in the NFL. Like, it's a awesome. bottom five team. Surprisingly, just because they have the defense, they have Aaron Donald. For now. They have yeah, he may retire. He might. Le- he was one to retire after. Uh-huh. The, I think the only reason he came back was because he thought we could run it back. Like that that's was, not happening. That ain't happening. And they're not going to run the table like you said down the stretch of the season because they play the Chiefs, they play the Seahawks, they play the Packers, they play Denver's defense, they play the Chargers, and they play the the Seahawks again. So they're not going to not going to go undefeated down the stretch and win ten games on the season. The Lions ruined our Thanksgiving, and then they'll ruin it again by having to play the actual game on Thanksgiving. But they knocked the Giants down to seven and three. That's okay, though. We get two seven and three teams playing each other: Cowboys, Giants. Right. We thought best case scenario eight and two, so this isn't very far. Behind. I don't know why, who the Cowboys beat this week. I don't. We don't have to talk about that game, but they did improve to seven and three. They beat. Um... I get things over on you so much. It's amazing. Are they, the- they crushed the Vikings. Oh, they crushed they the, beat Vikings. the Vikings. They beat the Vikings 3 You do do that a lot. Yeah, because you don't pay attention. That's just not. That's just. I was blanking on it. They just demolished, curb stomped, uh, destroyed the Vikings. Uh, I will say this. I will say this. Don't call me a homer for a Minnesota for team. For a Minnesota team in Pittsburgh. That was a mash unit on the offensive line, and Kirk Cousins had no time yesterday. He got sacked a season high and career high seven times. And, like, the second play of the game, Micah Parsons just said hello, strip sacked him. It was one of those games where uh, you the apple cart was fu- kind of falling down the hill mm-hmm. fast from the beginning, and the Vikings could never catch You couldn't catch, catch it. You just never could catch it. Uh, before we get to that Sunday night game, though, I can't believe the commies are 6-5. and five. Believe in those commies. Our four Who's teams better to you? The commies yeah. or the Falcons? The commies. Really? I don't think it's even close. Whoa. The defense. I mean, it's close. The defense. I think the commies defense is getting better. Terry McCord on offense. Back. Too? Chase Young being back is a is a factor. I like both the offense and defense more in Washington than I do Atlanta. Who they got next? Are they getting to seven and five? Oh my God. How amazing is this? Commanders Falcons next, next week? week. Wow. There you go. That's like the game to decide who's going to be the team on the outside Looking next to in, San Francisco. Yeah. Like who's the challenger to San Fran? Winner of Falcons, winner of Commanders. I well, the you, commanders you know, you say game. San Fran, Tom. Let's not forget, this season is 18 weeks long. The Giants, yeah. 
start off hot. It's very slip. possible. You're right. It's I very mean, possible. we're watching kind of the giant or the Jets who had an opportunity to at least tie with the Patriots in their division. I mean, dude, the Commanders win next week and the Giants lose. The Commanders are seven and five, and the Giants are seven and four. <laughs> like, they're so half it's a, game a long back. season. We, the, it's not. It's not going to be the first time if it does happen where a team starts off really hot, seven wins in nine weeks, seven and, and then two, just collapses, and then collapses. So I think it's possible that. So you're saying, you know, between the the, the Commanders and Falcons to challenge the Niners as the seven seed, I think it's possible. It's the, the Niners. The, the Niners, Niners are safe continue to and win, it's the Giants. and it's the Giants, Commies, and Falcons. But all, but also too, because the Giants lost to the Lions, the Lions now have. If they can six. keep winning, they got to beat the Bills. They got to just get to six and six, though. Like once you get to six and six, you can reevaluate. It's anyone's season. I, I mean, and then you look at one team below them. It's the Cardinals. They're gonna get smoked tonight by the Niners, I think. So they'll drop to four okay. and seven. Chiefs, Chargers. Are the Chiefs just gonna win the whole thing this year? All this like amazing. Yeah. Oh, the Vikings are amazing. Oh my God, the Eagles came out of nowhere. Wow, the Bills look like a juggernaut. The Dolphins, the Dolphins have this great, what the great heck? Offense. What's going on with the Dolphins? What's going on with the Easts and both sides? There, everybody's mm-hmm. over five hundred, and then the Chiefs are just going to win. I'm so sick of their greatness. I knew they were going to score that touchdown late in that game. I knew of Mahomes was going to score. Mean? I know what do I mean? I'm, I'm telling you what I mean. I just know it. It was the exact same thing that and happened. I know it's going to go to 87. It was the exact same thing that happened the first two time, the first time these teams played each other on that Thursday night game. I know it's going to go to 87. Mm-hmm. It's just that's the best connection in football right now, right? Yeah, Mahomes to Kelsey. Even though Tua to Hill to Tyreek has more yards, I would take Mahomes if I, I had would a too. Drive, no, I would too. Drive I'm saying for my even life, though I'm putting it in Mahomes, I said and even though hands. Tua and and Tyreek have more yards, the better connection is 100. percent Mahomes and, and Kelsey. Kirk and Justin have a good one, but that's a lot of Justin doing the heavy that's lifting. That's a lot of Justin. Burrow is weird because he's got a connection with three. Three different guys are over mm-hmm. 500 yards, so he's got like three No, I'm telling people. you right now. It's Kelsey and Mahomes. Mm-hmm. It's the best connection in football. They'll—oh, God, here comes a spoiler alert. They're number one in our power rankings next week. and Yeah, for sure. They because might. Buffalo struggled and they were already not number one this the Vikings past got week. Curb stops. And the Eagles, who struggled lost last week, badly. struggled against uh, the Colts. Interesting schedule for the Funny Chiefs coming up. How you went with the Vikings as like the next team to consider when? Well, I think they deserved it, and then they lost. I got you put them at number one last I week. I did. Didn't yes, you? Yeah. Mahomes is going to play the Rams at home next week. Much easier game than he anticipated, and should be for a win. Sure. Then he goes to Cincy. I'm really excited for that rematch. That'll be a lot of fun. And that game's going to be played in Cincy for the first time. But then listen to this. Okay. At Denver. At Houston. At home against Seattle. So you're at home. At home against Denver in Las Vegas. So they got to play Denver twice, the Raiders once, Houston once. Did you see this stat about Patrick Mahomes last night? He's never lost a road game to an AFC West opponent. Never lost. Never lost. He goes 3-0 and on the road every year against the AFC West. So he'll lose to Denver at home and then go to Denver and win. Incorrect. He will win both of those games. <laughs> but I also saw that last night was the Chiefs' 25th straight win in the month of November or December. And I was like, that can't be right. They lost to the Bengals. That Bengals game last year in was January. in January. It just snuck into January. 25 straight games in November and December. If they win a Super Bowl this year, dynasty alert right now. 
Yeah, uh, so their first Super Bowl came in what, 2019? If they win a Super Bowl this year, they have been, they would have gone to the past three of four, and they would have won two of them. And how many AFC Championship games did they go to in that span? I don't Have they missed since Mahomes has been there? So I think 2018, he, they lost to Brady. In 20, the championship game. 2019, they, they won. They beat Tennessee. Yes. 2020, they, they got again. to the Super Bowl. Last year they, they lost, lost to the, the Bengals. Bengals. This year it could be five straight years He's getting not, to the AFC Championship game. Mahomes' season has ended in his career on on AFC Championship weekend at the worst. At the earliest. God, it must be good to be a Kansas City fan <laughs> now. Well, now, not for those 60-plus years they waited since Super Bowl five, I believe, or Super worth Bowl the four. Wait. Worth the wait. I, I don't know. Oh, it's I, worth I'm sure it's worth the wait. But that's a lot of years of suffering. Did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts like The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Blitz with Wes and Motes, Steelers Standard, this year's show with myself and Jacob, and many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back again on Wednesday to do a little preview of the Colts and some power rankings. We'll have a Friday episode, so we might crank up the fireplace as well. You I mean, never it's, it's know. It's the holiday season. You, you never don't, know. You don't want to have a holiday season without some fire. You'll have to tune in on Wednesday and find out. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Offerman. Thanks for listening to the Steelers Standard. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.